Hello and welcome to Morning Prayer at St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Edison, New Jersey. Today is Saturday and this is Christmas Day. Merry Christmas, everyone. And now we begin our time of prayer in silence. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Give glory to God, our light and our life. O come, let us worship and praise. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving and raise a loud shout to the Lord with psalms. For you, Lord, are a great God and a great ruler above all gods. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. In your hand are the caverns of the earth. The heights of the hills are also yours. The sea is yours, for you made it, and your hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our Maker. For the Lord is our God, and we are the people of God's pasture and the sheep of God's hand. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Give glory to God, our light and our life. O come, let us worship and praise. Long ago, God spoke to our ancestors in many and various ways by the prophets. But in these last days, God has spoken to us by his Son. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Luke, the second chapter beginning at the first verse. In those days a decree went out from Emperor Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was, the first registration was taken while Quirinius was the governor of Syria. All went to their own towns to be registered. Joseph also went from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to the city of David called Bethlehem because he was descended from the house and family of David. He went to be registered with Mary, to whom he was engaged, and who was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for her to deliver her child, and she gave birth to her firstborn son, and wrapped him in bands of cloth, and laid him in a manger, because there was no place for them in the inn. In that region there were shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. Then the angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around him. And they were terrified, but the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and peace among those whom he favors. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go now to Bethlehem and see this thing that has taken place, which the Lord has made known to us. So they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph, and the child lying in the manger. When they saw this, they made known what had been told them about this child, and all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured all of these words and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all that they had heard and seen, as it had been told them. 
At one point, John the Baptist tells the Jerusalem elite who had come out to investigate his preaching that God was able to turn stones into children of Abraham. At first, it seems like a quick insult meant to cut elites down to size, but it is really a prophetic word that looks forward to the day when God will soften the stone-hard hearts of the Gentiles and welcome them into God's family through faith in Jesus. We are the rocks that God has turned into the children of Abraham. In much the same way, God simply creates a son of David, a long-promised heir to David's throne, that is, the Messiah, out of what for all the world appears to be an adopted and scandalous son of a common villager. And yet, when all this is said and done, Jesus is born in Bethlehem, the city of David, and his arrival is celebrated by none other than the shepherds of that region. We, of course, remember the surprising story of how God chose the eighth son of Jesse, an unlikely choice, a shepherd boy named David, to be king over Israel. And we remember the promise that God made to David when he finally ascended to the throne, that God would establish the house of David forever, though the Lord might discipline his son, he would never forsake his royal house. And now, in the most surprising of ways, God keeps the promise that God made to David by keeping the promise that God had made to Moses, by keeping the promise that God had made to Abraham and Sarah, and all the way back to Adam and Eve. The Lord and Savior is born in Bethlehem in Judea, and his kingdom shall be an everlasting kingdom, because now in Christ Jesus, God has come to dwell among and judge between God's people with righteousness and equity. God had raised up a Messiah simply out of his own will. Now, this is the beginning of Jesus' story, but Jesus is the answer to the promises that God built into the covenant that God made thousands and thousands of years before. And it is that story that we have been written into when we were baptized into Christ, when we were born again through water and the Spirit, when God turned rocks into children of Abraham and changed hard hearts into hearts created now, or recreated now, in God's own image, in the image of his Son, Jesus Christ. And so that is why we rejoice this morning in Christ's birth, because this is the sign that God has kept God's promise and acted to save us from the power of sin and death. And it is the sign that God will continue to dwell and abide among us. So rejoice in all of the wonderful ways that God has pulled this whole world back together, back into him through Christ our Lord. A blessed and joyous Christmas to you and your family. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Blessed are you, Lord, the God of Israel. You have come to your people and set them free. You have raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of your servant David. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Through your holy prophets, you promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us, to show mercy to our forebears and to remember your holy covenant. This was the oath you swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship you without fear, holy and righteous before you all the days of our life. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. And you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare the way, to give God's people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, 
The dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Mighty God of mercy, we thank you for the resurrection dawn, bringing the glory of our risen Lord who makes every day new. Especially we thank you for the sustaining goodness of your creation, for the new creation in Christ, for all gifts of healing and forgiveness, for the communion of faith in your church, and for the gift of relationship with others. For what else are we thankful this Christmas morning? Merciful God of might, renew this weary world. Heal the hurts of all of your children and bring about your peace for all in Christ Jesus, the living Lord. Especially we pray for the Church of Jesus Christ in every land, for the people, the leaders of St. Paul's Lutheran Church, for those who govern the nations of the world, for people in countries ravaged by strife and warfare, for all who work for peace and international harmony, for all who strive to save the earth from carelessness and destruction. For what else are we asking our Lord this morning? Almighty and everlasting God, you have brought us in safety to this new day. Preserve us with your mighty power that we may not fall into sin nor be overcome in adversity. In all we do, direct us to the fulfilling of your purpose through Christ our Lord. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, bless you now and forever. Go forth now into the world to serve God with gladness. Be of good courage. Hold fast to that which is good. Render to no one evil for evil. Strengthen the faint-hearted. Support the weak. Help the afflicted. Honor all people. Love and serve God, rejoicing in the power of the Holy Spirit. Thanks be to God.